from the All-Ireland Business Foundation, this is Elaine Carl bringing you AIBF Business Talk. AIBF is an independent national body tasked with enterprise development and the promotion of best-in-class businesses as business all-stars. Today, I catch up with Charlie Fitzgerald of the Fitzgerald Group, which comprises of Fitzgerald Skip Hire, Limerick's leading skip hire company. They've also expanded a waste collection and a site clearance service, as well as operating a new pay-by-weight service at their recycling centre. Thank you so much for joining me on AIBF Business Talk today, Charlie. Charlie, you have a magnificent business within the Fitzgerald Group. I think it's a brand that's synonymous with Limerick and the colours. But before we divulge with the audience about everything that you do, I think your journey to entrepreneurship maybe was very different. And as was in light of a lot of leaving cert students getting the results this week and some are happy and some aren't happy and thinking that you're leaving certain education the be all and the end all. I'd love for you to share with our listeners how your journey into entrepreneurship actually started. Yeah, thanks, Elaine. Um, yeah, it does bring up a lot of things when you see the, the kids receiving their leaving cert results and all that. And I'd often wonder back and, and wonder what would have been like if I'd taken a different journey in life. You know, for me personally, my entrepreneurship um, started very, very young in life. I can remember actually, but the thought I had this morning when I was dropping my seven-year-old to school, um, young Charlie, and he was after after being pampered, you know, helped getting dressed and teeth brushed and breakfast given and dropped off to school with his bag and lunch bag. And uh, I remember being up at 5.30 or 6 and uh, going into Limerick City Centre with my dad in a skip truck. And uh, he was a one-man band, you know, and it was my job to help him put on the nets and collect the skips and open gates and city centre locations. And we'd come back, we could have our breakfast and then I'd go to primary school, you know. And uh, the things I would have done those days, you'd never dream of asking a young man or a young child to do, but so that was back then, you know. So um, my journey of work really started way back in those days, you know, and I was inspired by my dad. I loved being with him and and uh, working our way up through the uh, problem solving from a very young age. And, uh, you know, I was going into school and maybe some of the other kids might have been worried about their maths test, you know. I might have been worried that the truck was broke down this morning, you know. <laughs> <laughs> They're real life worries. <laughs> yeah, you know, but um, yeah, I went I went through all the school and... Uh, it was a common thing to me for me to be involved in the business uh, along with school. Um, my mother and father, uh, they always encouraged me to stay at school, you know. But uh, I think they knew between them and their heart that, uh, that I was never going to stay at school, you know. So, uh, they yeah. had that inkling. And how far then did you go on through school? Did you go into secondary school or did you, what part did you say, hang on here, I've had enough? Yeah, I went to I went to secondary school in, in one school in Limerick. It was St. Clements in Limerick, in Limerick actually, and uh, I went there because my friends went there. And um, I did two years. I did secondary school, you know, and um, I didn't go back after the summer, even though with the arguments with my parents insisted I go back, and I, I wouldn't go back. And I don't know what the reason was, but I decided to. I said I'd go back, so but I'm going to a different school, you know. And uh, I went to a change to ended, which actually alongside us. Um, I think because it shortened my journey. <laughs> it more time for work more time for work yeah and uh, I lasted six months there and uh, the junior sort came up and I hadn't been in school for a few months before it I was working and one teacher came over and she pleaded with my mother I remember the teacher said he must sit his junior sort I said fine fine I'll, I'll go and do it you know and uh, I went and I said three exams 
and it was uh, maths, science, and um, and business. That that was the, the the three exams I set. I didn't set any other exams, you know. And uh, the results actually came back the following year, and I aced them all. You know, I got honours in all of them, believe it or not. But I I, I didn't I didn't sit the other topics. Mm-hmm. That was it. I moved on from there and just went straight into working. I think the two best subjects that you did there were maths and business because they're two that have definitely stood to you, you know, in life. So, th- so then the journey ended up, Charlie, that you left and you went straight into the family business. Yeah, I went. St- I went straight into the family business. Not only that, but when um, our family business was was really small, it was minute at the time, you know, and um, there was a lot of different things going on. But I had I had uh, some resources available to me. So whether it be a plant machinery, a digger or a tractor or stuff like that. And um, dad would be busy doing his work. And I always found outside work. So I was contracting myself at 15 or 16 years old. I was taking on jobs and pricing them and meeting people. And you, you get a shock on some people's face when a 14 year old pulled up in a JCB <laughs> digger after driving down the road, you know. And um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed meeting people. I enjoyed problem solving. I had a great sense of, of pride in my work, you know. Um, before one of my first paying jobs was I was six or seven years old and I used to be picking apples for a guy mm-hmm. down the road and I used to rear turkeys, chickens and turkeys actually, and I used to sell them down in the Limerick milk market. Uh, that was pocket money going through school and even in school I was doing wheeling and dealing. I was buying it. the the phone explosion had come out at that time. Uh, it was before the smartphone, but the first ready to go phones and. Uh, I was heavily involved in buying and selling and trading in phones. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, and we, I, uh, I really got involved in in with the family business at that time, and my older brothers were involved too. But we had a family tragedy um, when I was sixteen, between the years of sixteen and seventeen. I lost two brothers, or the family. We we lost two, two. I lost two siblings. My two older brothers were killed um, tragically. Within seven months of each other, um, that was a tough. Yeah, that was that was, career, yeah. that was very very tough, and the two of them were involved in the business, you know. And um, I had a turber that wasn't so much involved in the business. He had his own trade, and he was off around the country and that. And um, after that, I kind of brought the family a bit together a bit, and um, mm-hmm. my my other brother uh, he he came back and he he got involved with myself and uh, so myself, my brother Johnny, and uh, my father we. We really grew, started to grow the business after that, and there was a, mm-hmm. there was around the times of the recession too. Um, our business actually grew in the recession. Um, we had, we used to call it free labour, you know what I mean? As in, we were the free labour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it was tough times, but um, tough times make tough people. A hundred percent. And I think for any of our listeners here today, that's such a story of resilience. And it often goes to show that it's not all about the textbook education. You don't have to have taken the traditional route. There are other routes to get to where you want to be. And I think, Charlie, you know, your your own family tragedy story, you you know, is, you know, has made you so much stronger. And as you said, the positive out of that is that it brought yourselves together better as a family unit. So fast forward to where we are today, Charlie, Um, you know, very colloquially known as Fitzgerald Skip Hire. They're synonymous with the skip market all around the Limerick and, and Greater Munster area. If you just maybe just share with our listeners where you are today in that business. Well, where we have grown to today, I suppose, where we have grown over f- from that time 
that time where where things changed around say I was 16 years old that'd be 20 years ago you know um mm-hmm. from that time we had we had one we'd one skip truck and a, a pretty small business at the time we had um maybe 20 skip containers and they were all the same size like it reminded me of Henry Ford like you know you can have any color you want as long as it's black you can have any skip <laughs> you want as long as it's a standard eight yard <laughs> you know? that's what we had you know um we also came into it at a time where landfills were starting to close your your city dumps were starting to close um the local county councils were stopping their their collection of waste so the whole system of how waste was managed and collected within Limerick City was changing and becoming privatised. Um, from from that day to today, to having over 15 vehicles on the road and a fleet of 500 skip containers um, is where we have grown to. Um, there has been a lot of new variations of the business. So what we have now that we didn't have back then is we have a fully licensed transfer station here in Limerick City. We have a six acre site. Um, we're always processed. We have a recycling center where the public, general public, commercial customers can bring their waste. And um, we have a pay by waste system. Um, we offer a full total uh, waste management um, system to the to, uh, to the customers or the clients. Um, we have really, you've, really, you've, you've really areas. absolutely expanded, you know, and 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 so much of what you do, you know, is, is on the recycling side of things. But can I just ask, um, Charlie, so the the typical skips that you see outside somebody's house, you know, the demolition or building or cleanup or whatever to do, you see that you've got 500 of those now, mm. you know, in circulation. That That is some amount of, I won't say rubbish, but <laughs> to be collected, isn't it? That's a lot of logistics on a, on a weekly basis. Um, yeah. It's huge and uh, it's systems and systematic how we, can, how we can put it in place and still retain, we're very proud of and still retaining the personal touch. To the customer um even we, we also will add in that we we've have extended into demolition site clearance where our men are out on your site clearing your the house that you purchased or the yard and um, mm. what are you doing a bit of knocking demolition recycling on site so there's a lot of things we're specializing in these days um we're fast and efficient at what we do you know um were trusted by the clients and, and the customers, um, surely down to our experience and knowledge of the industry, which which was homegrown over the last uh, 20, 25 years. And I think from a personal, you know, from a personal customer's perspective, one thing that really stands out outside the fantastic service you offer is your branding. So typically when you think of a rubbish collection or demolition, you know, you know, nothing, I won't say sexy appeals about it, but yet when you see the Fitzgerald skips, they're beautifully painted, lovely streamlined color scheme, as is all your marketing. What kind of, I won't say forced you, but what was the realization behind, hang on here, just because we're a skip company doesn't mean we can't be good at the marketing and the branding side. Yeah, it's um, it's it's pride within our own business. It's pride within our community. It's it's pride with our involvement in, in Limerick City, the fact we're homegrown and um, like that, that is our way of making business. Like, it may be a steel container is the steel container is, is the main thing with the skip, and there's so more, many other um, parameters involved. Like, so you have machinery, plant, trucks, offices, and all that. But the skip is the main thing. And like, if we can't treat our skips well and have them looking well, the skip itself is going to be our best form of marketing. 
So we could spend thousands every month on, on, on marketing, advertising, TV, radio, newsprint. And we've learned that nothing will sell a skip better or a skip higher than a very good looking skip in your neighbor's driveway with our name and number clearly on it. Um, it's very common around the country to go around and see these rust buckets. Mm-hmm. No description. <laughs> yeah, no name, no number on it. And um, for me, that would be how the company may treat their customer or their service if they can't treat their own product correct. So, you know. There's a fantastic lesson in that, so that no matter what service or business you're in, it's how you treat, you No, know, there's a lot to be said around your branding, the message, the story that it tells. And I think that, you know, you'd certainly stand out from the competition for that reason, you know, very, very strongly, Charlie. Uh, Charlie, it's been absolutely magnificent chatting with you here today. Before I finish up, I think I'd love to, what next for Fitzgerald Group? Because my God, from the skip hire to the demolition, to the site clearance, you know, to the, you, you've got the, so many different facets to you now. You know, what, what's next, Charlie? What are your future plans? Yeah, we have a, we have a lot to look forward uh, to here at Fitzgerald Group, Elaine. Um, we're, we're very recently expanding into other types of hire. So like, oh, only as of this week, we have uh, conveyor belt systems that can help customers and builders digging out basements and filling our skips. Um, whether it be scaffolding shoots for filling the skips, anything got to do with waste related. Um, we want to be the one-stop shop, you know? So we have all the extra supplies to go with skip wire, whether it's a mini digger or contacts. Um, yeah, a big thing What's currently going on is the new circular economy mandate we're working on in in the government and and and, mm-hmm. and in the state, and it is we accept that change. It's a massive change for the country. Uh, for the country, uh, we accept it. We embrace it. It's a big change in how we normally would have done things, but we have accepted change all throughout the times past, and uh, we know it is the way forward. So on site here, we are processing more waste ourselves. Um, we're employing more staff, so like we are processing some f- forms of hard plastic, timber waste, uh, metal waste, concrete waste. Um, w- end to end, from we collect it from your door, we can finish the product here as a new usable product uh, within the circular economy. Um, that that's where a lot of the business is changing. You know, um, my late dad said, I remember it was not a. Um, it's not the survival of the fit, fittest. You know, it's not necessarily the survival of the fittest, but the most adaptable. Yeah. You know, and um, we the most adaptable to change. Yeah. The most adaptable to change. And like, we, it can be a common thing to fear change, you know, but mm-hmm. uh, I've learned, personally, I've learned over the years to um, dive in, dive in and embrace change, you know. I think they're fantastic parting words, Charlie Fitzgerald. It's been a pleasure talking to you today. I wish you every success. And for our listeners here today, that is such a powerful story of resilience as well, right from the outset um, and how you, some people can have, you know, a different route to entrepreneurship, how you can be such a successful business by adapting change and growth all along the way. But most importantly, valuing your customers as well. Charlie Fitzgerald, thank you. Thank you for listening to AIBF Business Talk today. I really do hope you enjoyed listening in. To find out more about the All-Ireland Business Foundation and the work that we do, especially the Business All-Stars program, just go to www.aibf.ie. Remember, 
Never put off until tomorrow what you can do today. Until next time, from your host, Elaine Carl. Goodbye.